Kutasichas Chelik Kas Zayin Pashas Truma Sicha Gimel. The Sicha is based on the Rambam, Hilchis based Abchira, and a Rambam and Hilchis Melachim. So uh, let's start off with the Rambam Hilchis based Abchira. The Rambam starts off, in Perik Aleph, Halacha Aleph, we're going to read Perik Aleph, Halacha Aleph, through Halacha Gimel, a very interesting setup of Rambam. First, he starts off with the mitzvah of building a base of Migdash. And uh, I'm going to read that part inside, <clears throat> but he, the last line brings the Pasuk, Asuli Migdash, that the Chiyuv and Beis Migdash is learned from the Osuli Migdash. And he brings a kind of sparage, Vitaria Mishkan Sha'asamisha. Right away goes to the Mishkan that Mesha made. The Hayal of was only temporary. Shanamar, as it says, Kilevasam Ad Otto. You have not yet arrived. Then, now I'm does something that's totally uncharacteristic. And as the Rebbe points out in the Sicha, Allah Bez, he goes through a history how the Mishkan evolved eventually to the Besamikdash between Allah Bez and Allah Gimel. And he goes into the history, Kivish and Nichnesul Aretz, when they came into Eretz Yisrael, Hamidu Hamishkan Begilgal. In the 14 years of capturing Eretz Yisrael and dividing it, they had the Mishkan in Gilgal. There they came to Shilai. Now they moved on to a more permanent <coughs> structure. Not totally permanent, but more permanent. <coughs> Sorry. They used stones. Appears to Yiriyas Hamishkan Olav, and they used the Yiriyas of the Mishkan to cover it. Although it was been a building of stones, it did not have a uh, roof. And how many years was it there? It says Mishin Samach Tes Shana Omad Mishkan Shilai. Three hundred and sixty-nine years it stood. Um, Eli, when Eli Anavi died, it was destroyed of all the Neiv. They came to Neiv, they built another Migdash. They came to Given, and there they built the Migdash. They came to the eternal place of the Migdash. He may not even give him Shava Hamish Shama. Mentions a lot of details here. It's incredible Lashnarama from beginning to end, and we don't have the time to get into every detail uh, of this Rambam. <laughs> it's really, really incredible. What he stresses, what he doesn't stress, the years, when, now. It's really very interesting. But this whole historic um, this whole historic review 
seems a bit out of place for the Sefer of the Rambam, as the Rebbe asks, <clears throat> because Rambam is not a history, history book. And as we know, when he does resort to historical facts, he is trying to tell us something that has to do with the understanding of the halacha, understanding of the concept that we're discussing. And then finally, <clears throat> no, no, I say finally, there's a lot more after that, but finally in halacha gimel, he ends this discussion. It's once the Migdash is built in Yishalayim, it's over with. No more building any wells, any, any houses of worship for God. There's no home for generations ever, only in Shalayim. Specifically in Maria there. Again, we can sit on every word here. I'm sorry, and that it says, this is the home of God, and this is my resting place forever. Okay, just a note, I, 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 I was a number of years ago um, in Eretz and uh, the people who we went with and took us, uh, took us on a fuel, and they took us to Michigan Shilai. It was really fascinating to hear and to see what went on over there and uh, the area that they believe is the place of Michigan Shilai. <clears throat> And um, just a, a fascinating thing. And just to note that being that it was not a permanent abode, it was only a temporary abode, so there's no kedusha to the place itself, and uh, which is really phenomenal. You know, there was a, there was, it was the makim of a structure built as a mishka, as a migdash, but it doesn't carry any, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't have an effect on the place. So, whereas the Makam Hamigdash, although now in the hands of, uh, of, 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 of other religion, <coughs> is still as holy as it always has been. <coughs> really um, fascinating. Anyway, um, the Rebbe in this Sikha. Um, focuses on the main, one main point, and that is, and, I, and, and I'm going to bring it out without getting into all the details of the sicha because that's not the purpose of the share, is the um, uniqueness of three mitzvahs that are seem to be mentioned very often, and that is that. Um, the Ramam mentions in Hilchas Malach that there are three mitzvahs that the Jews were commanded when they went into Eretz Yisrael. One was the uh, to appoint a king. 
to eradicate Amalek and to build a Mishkan, a Migdash. And, um, <clears throat> and the Gemara brings a different Pasuk. <laughs> the Gemara brings a Pasuk from the Torah. And the Gemara brings also this passage of um, The Rambam um, brings only this passage of the skips uh, the passage that the Torah brings. And the question is why? Again, there's a lot of discussion uh, on the side modes and uh, uh, we're, we're, we're going to avoid all that just so that we focus on the main point of the the, the point that the Rebbe brings out, which is a uh, incredible point, and we're going to elaborate on that. The other question <clears throat> that's central to this is what we asked. Um, the, the, then a second point is that the the Rambam brings the Pasuk, as we mentioned, because um, it says, and everybody asks the question that this Pasuk of Asli Migdash that the Rambam brings is talking about the Mishkan. And uh, so they Rishayim bring the different Pasuk, and then the Rambam writes the Quran with and he goes through the history. So, first of all, why is he stressing Second, what is this historic review? What's the purpose of that historic review? And the Rebbe brings out a point here that the Gemara. You says shalish mitzvus the stavu kishenichim solaris. You could learn <clears throat> on the surface that there are three separate mitzvahs that were told to be done, and it happens to be that those were the three important mitzvahs in coming at that show. So the point that the that makes it that no, they're not. Three separate mitzvahs that are related only in the sense that they have to be done when they come in that show. But each of those mitzvahs are, are, are intertwined with the other one and they need each other. And the shlemus of each of the mitzvahs is through the other one, other two. <clears throat> the shlemus of the mitzvah of appointing a king is only. When, as a result of that, there's a there's the eradication of, of Zaresh al-Amalek, the children of Amalek, and there is the Binyan base up here, the Binyan of the Beis And that's why the Ramah brings this passage. And he said, look, I got a house. And he brings that passage. And not the passing of because in the passing of Nechlechem, it just says that at that point you build. No, here from Melech David's statement, it's it's more than that. It's this is the reason this is connected to that. 
that the Binyan Beis Hamikdash has a connection to him. And now that I am here, I am a point. I'm my I'm my kingship. I have control. That's what I need to build. And that is the. And why does he mention Mishkan Shosam Meishermenu? Why does he mention the whole history? Because he wants to show that that exactly happened in the time of the Midbar. Meishermenu was a king. <clears throat> As the Ramam says in Hilches, um, in these halachas of Beisabchir, when he speaks about Ein Meisifan Aleir Oyal Azoris, and he writes, why do we know that? Because Meishabenu was the one that did it. Meishabenu Melachaya. So, and it was there, of course, the, 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 the uh, incident with Amalek. So all that brings out the three things being intertwined and connected to each other. <coughs> now, that, and I forget, beginning of Hilchus Meisab here, that's where he tells it to you right away. Um, that is the obviously taking a a very very uh, involving sicha with a lot of details and just giving a synopsis of the main point of the sicha. So I want to take it this concept and delve into it a little further because there seems to be, albeit that the Rebbe brings out that the Rambam here in Hilchas Beisabchira is. Hinting at least at the fact that there was a melech and there was, a, and all three things took place. However, Hilchas here appears before Hilchas uh, Melachim in the Rambam, as we all know. Yeah. One of the advantages of learning Rambam is whether you get to know all the halachas or not. At least you get to know the order. Um, so. Being that that's the important, there's a message here of, of um, <clears throat> the message of the interconnection between these three mitzvahs. Wouldn't it be the appropriate place here in Ilchis Beis Abchira to tell you the Shalosh mitzvahs, the Stavi Yisrael, Shaski Yisrael, Outright, not in a remez of Maisha Menu, but outright. As he does in Hilchis Malachim, Perik Alev Alochal, he writes, Sholish Mitzvah, Stavi Sobashaski, Limnis Lamela, he brings the Possum, Lachis Ashlam Malik, he brings the Possum, Limnis Mesam Hira, and he brings the Possum. He brings the Possum. Now, <clears throat> let's analyze the Halachis in Hilchis Malachim. That was Aloha Aleph that I just read to you. That there are the three mitzvahs. Now, Aloha Beis is where he starts this idea of what comes first. Appointing the king comes before, and he brings the posse. Precedes Beis um, uh, and that's it. Then the Rambam asks a question, which is, sounds, you know, as much as things don't seem to fit in the Rambam, this seems to be like totally out of 
sync with the way the Rambam, the Rambam is interested in giving us information. Yes, the following question. Just told you that it's a mitzvah. Sholish mitzvah is down. Why didn't they wish to want? Why is this here? <laughs> What's this doing in the Rambam? And his answer? They asked with 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 plans with with uh with with, 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 with n- n- not not sincerely. They didn't ask in order to do the mitzvah. They had enough of Shmuel. They didn't like him. Or didn't like what he was doing. They they, they 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 tested not only him, they tested David. That's why David didn't want. I mean, that's a beautiful speech for a rabbi in Shul to talk about. What is it doing in the Ramah? So, and, and then, so I want to just take a look at the halachas here. I want to I want to see the the interesting things that are here in this Ramah. First of all, you know, okay, we understand he wants you to know the order of things, but shouldn't he first explain what a melech is? He goes through afterwards all details, what this job is, what's he here for, what's he supposed to be doing. Uh, and then tell us what he's, you know, the order of things. Well, right away, boom, order of, of how, what goes first, second, and third. That's the most important thing in Hilchus Melech. <clears throat> and then we, we, we said it in Hilchas Beis Abhira, he mentions it as a remez with the remez uh, with, with the remez explanation I don't want to note and there, um, in the Sikha uh, alludes to the Seifah Mitzvah just to note that Ramam and Seifah Mitzvah in all three mitzvahs, he keeps bringing that same brisa. Shalosh mitzvahs nestavu. Shalosh mitzvahs nestavu. Sai in mitzvah chof, which is the mitzvah of Binyan Beis Hamikdash. Sai in mitzvah kuf ayin gimel, which is the mitzvah of Minim Melech, appointing a king. And Sai, and also in the mitzvah kuf peiches, which is the mitzvah chiyas amolek. And all three, he tells you all the time, these are the three. We were told. I think this is incredibly uh, feeding into the recite of the Rebbe that they're all dependent. How, why did I have to mention every single time, every time the, the, the connection to all three? It's obvious. I mean, it's as clear as can be that what the Rebbe is saying in the Sikh is, is so clear in the Rama. <clears throat> now, I want to go back to this question. We asked it as a question why the Rama talks about it here. You know, I have a bigger question. So, so they did it Shalai They didn't do it for the right reason. They asked for a king for the wrong reason. So what? But which day that a Mitzvah Shalai Is it Rama passing that, that, that you can't be Mekai of Mitzvah Shalai it has to be only the Shema. 
or is he just stressing the fact that they didn't get it? There was a, sort of a rebellion against Shmuel, so that's why it wasn't. It's, it's so hard to grasp what, what. Okay. So I, I want to now in in in, in Hilchas Malachim Peregdalid, Malachim Yud. Rama writes a very interesting thing about what a king's mission is. And he gives it to his, whatever he captures, his, he gives to his servants. He decides how to, how to divide it. Whatever he decides, that's where it is. It's got to be a, an Elohim. Do it with Hashem Now, listen to the next line. The Tia Magomose, his intent, Umachshafte, in his thoughts, Lahorim Dasa Emes, to elevate the true laws, Ulamale Sa'ilam Tzedek, and to bring righteousness to the world. The Lishbar Zreya Harashayim, to destroy the arms of the Rishayim, Elilochim Wuchemas Hashem, and to fight the wars of God. And now comes the punchline. We don't appoint a king only for the sake of Lassus Mishnahams. It means a possible. What does that mean? And if this is the purpose, where is it not? Why isn't that not the first halacha that should be written in Hilchas Malachim? You should right away start off. Guys, you want a king? You want to know what a king is about? And Chelik Yudchas, Lakuta Sichas, ever stresses a part that this is talking about um, and, and the, the, the Mohammeds that he fights. That he fights our wars, <clears throat> and he says that the whole purpose of a king is to remove obstacles from Torah mitzvahs and to strengthen Kim terms. and that's what it means. Menil Chamas Mocham is saying that he's going to fight our wars, which is said by Melech Hamashiach, as he caused Lahasir to take away all everything that's an obstacle in Avedas Hashem, and that's why. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and that's the idea of that's the thing the intent is to remove obstacles, remove all evil so I think what comes out from this Rambam is the definition of a king ultimately and that is mishpot to elevate the das emes to that's a king. You want to know the definition of a king? A king is not a uh, is not royalty. In other words, in Judaism, there would be no purpose in keeping a monarchy going for the sake of um for the sake of beauty to, to for, for cover. That's not the purpose. Purely, the king is only there for tyrannies. That's the purpose of the king. I mean, a lot of things fit in in Hilchis Malachim of Sefer Torah and having it with them all the time. 
I, I saw the place here, but this is, you want a definition of king, that's king. Otherwise, otherwise leaders, yeah, there's a lot of leaders. There's, there's, there's many leaders in Kali Israel. So, based on this, Hilchus Malachim starts off with these two things. What is the quintessential removal of evil? Is Mechias Hamalek. What's the quintessential toiv in the world? Binyin Beis Abchir. Dear B'dachtein, and bringing the Ebersh into the world. So, that's why in Hilchus Malachim, he starts off in Sefer Halachis, that is, in the Rambam, is not only in, in Sefer Mitzvahs, where he's out to, to explain the mitzvah. As the Rebbe says, he brings in everything of the three places to tell you that this, you want to know the mitzvah? They're all three, they're all three, one, one, uh, uh, one entity. They're connected, interconnected. In, in, in Sefer Hayyad, his main purpose here in Hilchis Malachim is not just to tell us that they're intertwined and interconnected. He's saying much deeper. This is the definition of a king. The definition of a king is This is where he's setting us up by the fact that, that that's what the, and, and this comes first. And these are all results of his actions. This is the key. This is the exciting key. So Halach and Berik Dalin is really defining what he wrote in Berik Dalin. Ah. So now we can understand what happened, why in Halach and Beis, he's not giving us a drush and telling us a, a, a Shabbos drush for a love. As why is there a king? And then when it comes to Parsha Shaftim or when he, <laughs> or, or Parsha Zohar, uh, um, uh, that, that's not what he's here for. Why didn't they accept the king the, 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 when, when they asked the smoke? And why is that a question of having it is telling you. If you want a king, then I was like, yeah, you say that you want a king for anything else, you don't want a king. You want to, you know, that's not it. You know, and, and it says that the, the Niyakichalagoyim. It's not the word Niyakichalagoyim. We're going to be, the Goyim don't have a king. The Goyim have a leader, a sar, a shafit. A king is a mitzvah of Torah mitzvah. His whole mitzvah is last in Mishpat the Muhammad's meaning Menias Menias of Tayyar Mitzvahs and Bechamzik Das Emes. That's it. If you want something else, you're not wanting a king. <laughs> it's not just because we want to be like the Goyim. Being a Goyim is, is, is if the Goyim would have a king, the Goyim, they don't have this concept. And that's why he said in Halachabetis, that's straight away the king. Have it. You want, to have, you, need, you want to understand what I'm saying here? This is what I'm saying. Here's what the Raman writes. Akaponim, it's all based on this he's saying, but I think in Hilchis Malachim, it's, it's, it's accentuated in a different way even than the other thing. Not only is it in the point, but this is the Yisait of a king. Zayi Gizut Nishtak, Hatzlacher Rabbah, 